0: I won't ever understand my shorties be mad When all I want to do is stick my toes in the sand There's nothing wrong with champagne, dancing and such But the nightlife in the city don't impress me much F-I-S-H-I-I-N, fishing F-I-S-H-I-I-N, fishing, F-I-S-H-I-I-N, fishing I don't feel right in the club, I'd rather be 14 footer catching some
1: trout. The fishes all tremble at the thought of me when
0: I'm at and Paul Bunyan Country. We're going north to Alaska and checking in with Mountain Mike Rouza next. Welcome to Fishing Paul Bunyan Country, sponsored by Visit Bemidji. Well, it's that time of year to check in with Mike. Mountain Mike Perusa, up in the Kenai. Mike, welcome back to the show.
1: Hey, thanks, Kev. Glad you can finally break away with your big duties to talk to me.
0: (laughs) Uh, Who wasn't talking to who yesterday?
1: I was on the water. and and, uh, Listen, people have to wear asbestos waders because that river is on fire right now.
0: (laughs) You know what's, uh, what's crazy? Before we got going, you were telling me how... You know, we have low water here because of heat and drought. You've got low water there for the exact opposite reason.
1: Yeah, uh, this we've had a very cool, wet summer. Uh, actually, I, I turn the heat on almost every day in my place. Wow. I mean, it's 40 degrees at night. Uh, today, I think the high is going to be 56 or something, which is well, you know well below what it should be now and uh rain yeah we're we're totally opposite our uh, the river's low here Gla- it's glacier fed and the snow in the high country didn't melt this year it just never warmed up
0: so all that snow wow. you're waiting for to come down didn't come down well
1: yeah the i mean the river came up some yeah. even with the rain but it's the glacier melt that really rises the river and it never got to normal heights so and And very clear, uh, which is the we have some feeder rivers that are are, uh, muddy, that come in and you know usually when the snow is really melting there, it kind of darkens up our water, silts it up a little bit. With that, we we've been very clear uh, this year, which is kind of neat because you you look down in the water and you just like with the sockeye running now, you just see them going by. Just it's an incredible sight to see. You know they're swimming by just uncountable numbers i think they're up to about they have a counter to count the sockeye coming in here i don't know how they do it but they say they do it and uh there are about a million seven hundred thousand have passed the sonar so far
0: wow so the sockeye bite's been good but the uh but the other bites not not as much well you know
1: the kenai was always known for kings mm-hmm. it, the biggest kings in the world came in here and uh that all over alaska the king salmon runs are off uh it's it's a complicated situation i mean you have fishing it's they go in the ocean and you know it's just not it's not like a lake you know or mm. they're in a contained area they they don't know so um that that's been kind of a a low spot we haven't been able to fish them but everything else is uh really doing well now we'll be transitioning when the sockeye stop uh, in the silver fishing now, because it gets real good about mid-August uh, for sockeye. I mean, excuse me, for the silvers, and okay. they're real fun and real good fish to fish for. So it, it has been really a good summer in that regard. Uh, we've had, uh, once the runs of salmon started coming in, it, it's been just huge. But the sockey's are, I've never seen it quite like this with the numbers. Um, you can go out, I had, I guided eight clients yesterday at six, Sockeye piece, you know, forty-eight fish in about four hours, and you know that's pretty wild fishing.
0: <laughs> it is very wild fishing. And the other yeah. cool thing you have going on is, uh, you, you know, the, you can get out on the ocean do a little uh, saltwater fishing too.
1: Yep, we cover all that. We we have ten saltwater boats, so we do all the halibut fishing in the Cook Inlet, and then over at Seward, we have uh, the bottom fishing Ling cod. Do you know what the cousin, freshwater cousin, is to a lingcod? No. An eel pout. Really? <laughs> yeah, an eel pout is a lingcod, and so huh. the lingcod is a lingcod. Saltwater. But it's real different, because saltwater, they, they're very uh, toothy, aggressive. They're almost like a northern pike. They're so aggressive, and they, they got big teeth. And uh, where in freshwater, they're like a bullhead. You know, they don't really have. They just kind of feed on the bottom. But, um, uh, and we do rockfish, which are bottom fish, yellow eye, black bass, uh, all the bottom species over in Seward. And we do get salmon there, too. So, uh, excellent. That's been good both ways, except the one thing you have to always watch is the wind, which we do uh, really well. But if we get some... Big windy days in a row, it sets us back because we just we don't go out in that It's too hard to fish, and people get sick
0: well everybody wants you know Are always ask me okay where where does cruise work i want to I want to go there and I want a vacation there so um where are you at exactly
1: uh I'm down in be- the the lodge is right on the Kenai River. We have about fifty acres here, right in between Kenai and Soldatna It's Kenai River Bend Resort. I actually have groups from uh, Bemidji up here right now. No oh. local guys, Henry Drews.
0: Oh, the the newly yeah. free Henry Drews.
1: Yes, yes, he's here with a bunch of his uh, friends. They had a great time. So, um, but right in between Kenai and Soldatna, Kenai River Bend Resort. It's a okay. hot spot of the the, uh, the Kenai River. It's the 40th year. The same family, the Cho family, built this up. Uh, and that's uh, our 40th year. The boys run it now. And so, I get involved till I get told to stay out of it. So, <laughs> I'm, a, I'm the fund coordinator, head of security, lead guide. Oh, wow. I appoint myself. Well, that's what I call myself. Per,
0: per, I pretty, much what you, pretty much what you do here, then.
1: Yeah. I'm, uh, well, you haven't renegotiated my contract <laughs> for a few years, Kev. I've been waiting for my no-raise clause.
0: I'll have to, uh, I'll I'll have have to talk thing. to Mr. Hubbard about that. Um, yes. <laughs> so uh, how did you get involved with these guys to begin with? Well, I
1: always came to Alaska. I started coming up in 75. I, was, I left college as a young man to wander the remote areas of Alaska. And that's the first time I came up. And then later on, uh, I have a friend that I met at a, a school that I was at out in uh, Jackson Hole. And and he lives right up in this area, so I would come up and go fishing with him. And I kind of found this place here, this lodge, with another friend that I met that had a place here, and that's how I got tied in with it. When I retired, I was here within two weeks after I retired. I just I bought a place up here, sight unseen, and uh, off I went, and have really never looked back. So,
0: and and now you're yeah now you're guiding them. (laughs)
1: self-appointed.
0: <laughs> top, top gun.
1: They're talking guide of the year up here. That's the buzz I hear on the
0: oh, river. But I don't doubt it.
1: I don't yeah, doubt it. You know that. So, but, uh, it, you know, like I tell people, uh, I, we do get a lot of Bemidji people up in the area, and, and that, that I run into a certain, you know, get a bunch that come here, but in our fishing really takes off in July, and that's kind of dog days down, you know, there. So, uh, you come up here and get a it's really getting good, uh July, August, September fishing is great. And uh lots of uh sightseeing, you know, wildlife comes through camp and I mean it is Alaska. We're we're on a road system so it's not like you're tied in uh on these fly in uh camps, which are beautiful too, but you're that's where you end up at right there. Here you can like our saltwater fishing you have to drive about 45 miles down to where we go out and fish halibut. So, I mean, you can take drives and go uh, see other stuff.
0: One thing about Alaska being where it's at compared to, you know, the 48 contiguous states, uh, definitely some different kind of fish there than than you'll get pretty much anyplace else.
1: We we get, in the river here, we get four of the five species of uh, Pacific salmon. And the one pink salmon or humpies, they only come on even years. Hmm. So last year was a humpy year when they you know I tell people, if you just want to catch fish until your arms hurt, you come on a pink year and come in August, and literally you'll catch hundreds of them. I mean, I shouldn't say hundreds, but as many as you want to catch in a day. And the other thing up here is interesting: we don't have possession limits on salmon, so. Um, I'm taking people out, they get six every day. You're, you're bringing home all your fish. We, we process everything right here, fillet them out, vacuum seal them, box them for you to take home. And most people um, take at least 100 pounds of uh, filleted fish home with them. Halibut and, and uh, salmon. So uh, if you go to buy that in a store, it's really expensive. Yeah. So it kind of pay, you know. To some degree, you've paid for your trip it, with food. The value of the food you take
0: home. Mike Ruza, Mister Kenai, my guest today. We'll talk more Alaska fishing next. You're listening to Fish in Paul Bunyan Country. Hi, this is Dick Beardsley with Dick Beardsley Fishing Guide Service. Are you looking to plan a fishing trip? Look no further as Bemidji, Minnesota is your year-round destination for walleyes, pike, musky, bass, perch, crappie, panfish, and more. With over 400 fishing lakes within a 25-mile radius of Bemidji, come take a cast at becoming a fishing legend. While you're on your fishing adventure, come take a picture with the historic Paul Bunyan and Babe the Blue Ox. Discover the first city on the Mississippi Bemidji, one step further. Welcome back to Fish in Paul Bunyan Country. Mike Cruz my guest today, Mike, of course, a longtime conservation officer in Paul Bunyan Country, now retired, is a fishing guide in the Kenai Peninsula in Alaska. So how long had you been visiting Alaska before you thought to yourself, this is where I want to retire?
1: I... Honestly, when I first time I came up was in the spring of seventy five, and mm-hmm. it was just uh, that was before the pipeline,
0: mm-hmm. and
1: it, it was a whole different place then. And but I just it's so big and vast, and it's it's really hard to describe because you go to the be- the western states are beautiful, but you come up here everything is just magnified in size. The valleys are huge, the mountains are that much bigger. Um, so it, it's very unique. The winters are tough. I, I, you know that darkness but it is isn't a lot different you know, where i live you know it's such a big state you you get up above the arctic that's where they get the the sun never sets and the sun doesn't come up either in the winter you know for like two months but here it's about an hour difference in okay. daylight in the winter compared to what the Bem- area. it's about an hour oh. less okay uh, but it's a milder temperature because I'm down close to the oceans. Right. It, it's such a, you know, it'd be like us going to Texas, you know, that, down the, the difference in the winter in Dallas versus up in Bemidji. You know, there's quite a variance in the state just because it's so huge.
0: What what I think is cool from, a, a, you know, our perspective, if we were wanting to ex- explore it and, and, and do some uh, fishing over there, as our fishing is kind of getting into that uh, summer lull, that's yeah, when you guys yeah. are starting to take off.
1: We really, really take off. You know, the salt is good from the get-go. We start fishing in May, and and uh, depending on the first run of fish we get in the Kenai, our kings. And, you know, if it's a good run, it's good fishing in, in May and June, but the salt water is really good right away. And, uh, and then um, we uh, transition, but in July, like right now, well, August, but about the... You know, 8th, 9th of July, it really starts picking up, and uh, we're going out, you know, guiding it. it, it Jeremy, one of our, our guides here, the other morning, he went out, I think he left at 8 o'clock with, from, from the launch here with his clients, four clients. He was back here at about 10 to 9 with their limit, and, and you know, that's the boat ride included. Wow. Um, he said, it was just, you threw your line in, bang, bang, bang. And it Not always like that, but it's always usually pretty good. But this has been, like I say, a very incredible run here of uh, sockeye. And we'll switch over to silvers here pretty quick, and that's really a fun fish to catch. And, again, we we have the full packages. When people come up, uh, the bear fly out, we do that, where you fly out for the day. And Henry was on that yesterday. They didn't see any bear, which is kind of unusual. About 95% of the time, you're fishing with the, the brown bear feeding on the salmon. But they did good catching the salmon over there. So, okay. um, and then you, everything is kind of a day trip when you you know when you go on uh, the various trips we have.
0: And one of the other great things about Alaska, you told me this um, a couple, few years ago when we were talking, um, some just amazing hunting too.
1: Oh yeah, I'm looking forward to that. Uh, our sheep season opened uh, the tenth. And if I wasn't so old and out of shape, that's where you want to be <laughs> up in the mountains uh, the real just just to get up there and uh, to to look at those beautiful doll sheep you know the snow white rams and a lot of people are up there now uh caribou are starting to go, but uh, September first is in moose is our deer With our you know deer in minnesota are uh, the moose are uh, Up here, that's the big thing. And that that gets underway September 1st. So be going on that. I hope maybe I can get a caribou trip in if I can. And then, of course, next year I won't be able to do this because I have a Kodiak tag for the spring of uh, uh, 22, Kodiak. Brown bear tag, which I actually drew for the spring of 20, but due to some things beyond my control, (laughs) the hunt got canceled. So they reissued the tag for 22. So me and my little bow are going to go over to Kodiak Island and fly in and look for the, the uh, one of the biggest omnivores on the planet. Wow!
0: And that's the and thing. Of, gonna, go ahead. I was just saying that's the cool thing about it. It's it's it. You want rustic, you get rustic when you go hunting in Alaska.
1: Yeah, it, you know it's it, it's not like down there where. For the most part, you go to a hunting camp, you go in and, you know, you, or you can just go for an evening hunt because Bemidji area, of course, uh, you're, we're close to all that stuff. Here, you've got to plan it out. It always seems to be a, it's an adventure, especially the good hunting. You've got to fly in or boat miles. I know uh, some guys are going to go 120 miles, down boat down a river to get to another river to get in moose hunting. So you've got to plan it out, and you've got to plan it in advance. And it doesn't bode well for, you know, my motto, why fly in the light when you can fly by night, so.
0: <laughs> oh, man. So. But I'm uh, 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 getting
1: some salmon because you know your co- cohort, Todd Haugen, who, you know, never wanted to go catch anything, just deliver it all packaged, ready to eat. That's yeah. his motto.
0: So. <laughs> oh, man. So, about I, 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 how many people do you take out a year? I mean, it's got to be, it's got to be a ton. Well, we
1: at the, our lodge here we have nine nice log cabins and and a big lodge that has like uh, rooms upstairs, all private rooms. Uh, we're we're modern. We have bathrooms in them and nice, you know, <laughs> yeah, showers. Well, Saturday is shower day, but if it rains during the week, that counts. So if you're out in the rain, get wet. You don't have to worry about the Saturday shower. So we, turn, <laughs> although we do turn the water on in the rooms on Saturday.
0: <laughs> That's nice. <laughs> yeah,
1: and um, so, yeah, we, we go through about, I don't know, 60, 70 people a week. You know, we set up these seven-day packages or five-day packages, and um, we want you to have a few days off. We Maybe on a seven-day package, we'll give you two days off, so you can kind of do your own thing. You can still fish, but we just don't take you on the guided trips on them days. But we customize whatever you want to do. And we cover any fishing you can do here, we do. Also, I I forgot to say, in the river, we have Rainbow and Dolly Varden, too. Lots of them. So people that want to catch some of them. Most people have never caught a Dolly Varden, which is a uh, member of the Char family. They're real aggressive. You just stand on the shore and catch them. Wow. So. um, my my buddy Kev always wants salmon too, but I couldn't get into the door when I'm. Uh, you heard me knocking, but I couldn't come <laughs> in. So,
0: well, as as of now, uh, we are we are wide open for you whenever you get back.
1: Yeah, well, who knows when I'll be back? I'm following the herds.
0: Uh, I mean, yeah. How many? I mean, how many months of the year are you there? Are you there? Twelve?
1: I'm here probably ten. Ten? Yeah. Nine out of ten. I, you know, I come back and, and do some hunting in the fall, and then I. I I come back up here. Yeah, I mean, I kind of this is my home up here now. Wow! Because you ever since you haven't renegotiated my security contract (laughs) down there, it's been a little tough.
0: Yeah, well, you know, we were locked for about over a year, but uh, now we probably will need security.
1: I said I used to sit outside the window until you shut your shade.
0: (laughs) 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 Oh man, you! uh, But you really love it there
1: it it is great it it's a, a special place you you should come and see it. I get people you know I, I i book a lot of people that I meet over uh over the different times of the year when I'm on my travels and they all just have a great time uh, we're very accommodating. We are a fish camp though i mean fishing is our main sure. uh priority. Like I say, we we help people that want to go kayaking and do some other things. We get you all squared up and or point you in the right direction. A lot of hiking trails. You know, I think one of the most unique thing is uh, to see them big brown bear, and uh, we have quite a few of them. So people like to see it's kind of a symbol of. Uh, I know the western states, you know, have grizzlies too, but these are so much bigger these brown bear because they feed on salmon. There, which, there are grizzly. they We just call them brown bear. up. Yeah. <laughs> they could just get so much bigger just because they, they that salmon just makes them grow like mad. So we yeah. had one here about, I don't know, about 10 days ago. Uh, it was chasing a moose and a calf through camp, uh, brown bear. But the, the calves are too fast for them now. They can't catch them.
0: I would guess that most people probably just... You guys have gear for them? Most people don't bring their own gear, or do they?
1: Well, everything for you. All the fishing tackle We have really good stuff. Uh, all the bait. You know, on those packs, everything is supplied. Uh, I have them bring rain gear and uh, uh, some uh, rubber boots if they have, knee boots. We supply the waders and all that for the different types of fishing. I What I always tell people is for two people, bring one check bag and a carry-on. We have laundry facilities here. And uh, you want to? You're bringing fish home, so you want that. You bring them back as luggage, so you want it that cheap rate. You now, you know, like two people, there's three cheap bags right there. Uh, I just had some friends here; to them, they they took home five boxes, so 250 pounds of filleted fish. Whoa! So you you know, and you it, you take them as luggage,
0: mm-hmm.
1: and that's the best way. We have insulated. Airline approved boxes. Everybody, you know, all the different lodges. We all have the same stuff, and uh, it, it's it's uh, uh, the best way to get it back.
0: This is Fish and Paul Bunyan country. Wrapping up the conversation with Mountain Mike Ruzek. So you you got a cool year going on here, but typically, if we came down July, August into September, what are we looking at for temperatures?
1: Oh, you know, the last few years, th- this happens every few years up here. We get you know every four or five years, but uh, 70 degrees is really warm here, and it's hard to explain because we're closer to the sun the way the Earth tilts, and it is so intense. 70 degrees and, and it melts you. Hmm. You fry like a you know egg and bacon grease. And uh, so 65 to 70 is our normal warm days, and they're so long. We're starting to get dark now. About it gets dark about 11:30 now. Mm-hmm. They'll probably, you know, 4.30 in the morning, uh, we're getting darkness. But prior to this, it's light all the time. Wow. So you, 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 you got sun going all the time. But it's very interesting what, how the wildlife is in tune to that. Because at 9 o'clock, the birds get quiet. Just similar to Minnesota, you know, mm-hmm. like when they, the, the, the wildlife. And then the moose come out. But it's daylight. They, that's their their inner internal clock goes. It's time for us to go out and feed, but it's you know it's just not dark. Hmm. But all you know, birds get quiet, and then in the morning they start making noise. You know the gulls because on the river, and we have to throw all the carcasses and so forth back in the water. So we've cleaned all these fish and just dump everything back in the river because it's when all the salmon die that come up and spawn, and so it's that natural. Uh, uh, all the nutrients, whatever you want to call it, that go back into the water, so we just dump everything back in, too.
0: Gotcha, gotcha. Uh, anything else we need to know about uh, the the beautiful uh, last frontier?
1: Well, one thing I always tell people <clears throat> is don't put it off. You know, air t- airline tickets are really affordable for the most part, you know, if you watch. And like this year, everybody who wanted to come last year didn't rolled over to this year and... Uh, we were swamped. You know, I mean, we're limited, obviously, what we can do, how many people, but we had to turn so many people down. One issue we had was nobody could get rental cars because you, you with us, you need to rent a car and we have some off-site rental uh, off-airport sites that we suggest that give you, it's not a brand new car, but they're really good shape and, and they give you a better deal, but, you know, last year with the stuff going on, you probably read about it where they were selling their stock of vehicles. So, uh, we had people cancel because they just couldn't find a rental car. Wow. But, uh, but uh, you know, that's that's kind of unusual. But sure. I, I, I always tell people, tick-tock, you know, life goes by. Don't, you know, uh, don't put stuff off. Once here, how many people keep coming back once they're here? I mean, they said, oh, I wish I would have done this earlier. Because, you know, it was a very fun experience The kids. I had uh, another... Uh, uh, Two people from Bemidji, a father-son, and he said, my son doesn't, you know, and and, uh, the guy I know down there didn't like it, and we got into the soccer, and his son just said, he had a ball. He wants to come back, and uh, so that's what it's about, have a good time, uh, sit around the campfire in the evening. We have very few to no mosquitoes in this area here where where I'm at, so Mm -hmm. you can sit out at night when it's light and have a campfire. You're not swatting bugs. It's uh, it's really neat, but this year it's been a little wet, like I say. But that's not normal usually.
0: What what is the minimum number of days we need to to really experience what we want to experience?
1: I you know I, you most people come for seven days on okay. a package here, and you blink your eyes and it's over because you're doing stuff all the time. There, you know, if you're, you let's say you were hell of it fishing today, and you get back at three in the afternoon and you know or are two o'clock and you come in we take care of your fish you have something to eat and i go well sockeyes are running so then they're down on the bank catching all their salmon and uh doing that and next thing you know it's 10 o'clock at night <laughs> and you know they're sitting around the campfire everybody's around the campfire and having a, a you know a cool one to relax and then boom you're up the next day doing stuff so it really blows by but i say stay at Seven days, uh, and you, you, you'll still say it's not long enough. Mm. Five days, you know, if, if that's over in a blink of an eye.
0: Right, right.
1: Like I so, say, there's, you can't do everything, but it, uh, there's some hiking here. I always send people up for the bears. I try to, if they want to, uh, go up to Russian River Falls, which is about 45 miles from here, and there's a trail. It's about an hour and a half walk. on a, It's a rock, you know, it's a good trail. But uh, that's, there's a uh, waterfalls there, and there's usually brown bear feeding on the salmon there. Like I say, it's pretty neat to see. There's other people for sure. I mean, but you, you still got to be cautious around those things. but people go up there to watch that. watch the salmon go up the waterfalls. It's pretty neat.
0: What's the best way to get get lined up? Can you just do one, put a package together right on the, the uh, website?
1: Yeah, well, we, you know, usually we put out packages we set up, because different times of year we're doing different things just because of um, uh, whatever's going on at that time of year. You know, different times, different fish. And uh, so you can go to our website, Kenai River Bend Resort, or you can call us at 1-800-625-2324. We'll set you up that way. Send you information if you want it. We have packets. Like I say, um, we get we're uh, we get booked pretty fast. But uh, you can say that you you know me, and that'll keep you out for an extra two years
0: or
1: so. But <laughs> unless you're Kevlar, I always said I got if Kevlar calls, book them in make him open his wallet and come up and get something. <laughs> or are you like Todd? I'd rather you catch him, clean him, and just drop him off ready to go. Oh,
0: no, I like fishing. I like fishing a lot. I know.
1: You should come up here sometimes. I know.
0: I, I, I should. My my wife wants to come up, too. So
1: Yes, and that's one of the things. You, you know, we get, well, we get lots of women that like to fish here, too. But even that, you, you don't have to do all the stuff. We would adjust pricing because we get some people come up and – I just uh, I don't want to go out in the ocean. I get sick, so I don't want to do any halibut or that, uh, so forth. So that's fine. We we don't put you into that. But, you know, if the other people are going, you don't have to do all that stuff. But we also, because, like I say, we're on a road system, you can go sightsee. Got to go to Homer and, you know, check that out. It's a very beautiful town and a lot of Russian influence buildings here with those ice cream cones on top, or I don't know what you call them, but you know what I'm saying. Mm hmm. And uh so uh do do different stuff. You're not tied to on uh, being out in the real rural area where you fly into a place and that's kinda of where you're at.
0: What's the website we can check?
1: KenaiRiverbend.com.
0: Kenai.
1: Kenai dot com. dot com. That's what I'm reading it off the deal. Okay,
0: it's K E N A I.
1: A I. Riverbend dot com.
0: He's Mike Caruza. He is a passionate lover of all things Alaska and uh, a great friend of the show. Hey, Mount Mike, thanks for taking some time today. Great thanks. to talk to you again.
1: Thanks, Kevlar, and uh, make sure you let me in next time I show up.
0: <laughs> if you're bringing salmon, I, I most certainly I will. I got it.
1: I got it. Remember how I used to cook for you, too, and I'd come and make you guys lots of stuff? I do remember that. Yes. Well, I hope you can. It's been a long time, but we will get together and come up to the last frontier. It is very gorgeous. People that have uh, been putting it off should do it. You know, get in there and come and see us.
0: It's a little beyond Paul Bunyan country, but it's always great to hear from Mike Caruza. That'll do it for today. I'm Kev Jackson. Thank you for joining us. Don't forget to like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter, and, of course, subscribe to the podcast so you can listen whenever it's convenient for you. Fish ale,